I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. Do you understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. This is a CBC Podcast. This is Play Me, your digital theater. We transform the hottest contemporary plays into bingeable audio dramas. I'm Laura Mullen. And I'm Chris Tolley. Welcome to Play Me. We're back with the next show in our season, The Gripping Play, Between the Sheets, by Jordy Mand. Marion, a middle-aged working mother of a student named Alex, has arrived to meet her son's young teacher, Teresa, during the school's parent-teacher night. What begins as an interview about Alex's progress at school quickly unravels into a gut-wrenching confrontation between two women battling it out for the future they desire. This is part one of Between the Sheets by Jordy Mand. Miss Stewart? Yes. I'm Alex's mother. Of course. I I hope I'm not too late. I I got held up at the office. Late? For the interviews. They're tonight, are they not? They are, but I just held my last one. Oh, I was just finishing up, actually. Well, I'm sure you wouldn't mind if I just grabbed the last slot, then. I just have a few quick questions for you about... Alex, about his report card. Leave it open. If you don't mind, it's school policy. It's school policy to leave the door open? During school hours, yes. But your students aren't here. It's still considered school hours. Please. Well, it's your class. Where would you like me to... Oh, I apologize. I'm a bit tired. It's been a long day. Well, I won't keep you long. Thank you. I would appreciate that. So? So, do I just ask you my questions, or how do you normally like to start these things, Miss Stewart? Yes, please, ask your questions. My preference is for parents to ask their questions first. You're sure? Yes. Please, go ahead. All right. What is that? It's Alex's file. His file? I have a file for all of my students. I keep track of past reports, academic history. You're very organized. You have to be. It helps, doesn't it? What? 
being organized, knowing where everything is, knowing how to find everything that's yours. Yes, I suppose it does. I've been looking over Alex's report card. There's a noticeable difference from the start of the year. There is. His math mark, especially. Alex has been making tremendous progress. I can see that. It's been a real pleasure having him in my class. He's quite the character. I'm glad to see he's understanding the material. I've noticed a real improvement over the past His year. English mark is low, still. He's come a long way in English, actually. He wrote that fantastic book report last month. He got up and presented it in front of the whole class. I asked for a few volunteers, and he jumped at the opportunity. Was he marked on that? Marked? Was he marked on his presentation in front of the class? It wasn't an actual presentation. I asked for a few volunteers What to... does that have to do with his English mark, then? He's making progress. He wouldn't have done something like that at the start of the year. He wouldn't have stood up in front of the class and read something he worked on. Something he wrote, that was a big step for him. That may be, but his mark is still low. It's higher than it was last term. How is he doing compared to the rest of the class? I try not to compare my students. Really? You don't compare them? No. I think that's a bit impossible. It's not, actually. Every time you give them a mark, you're seeing one student get one grade and one student get another. Um, they're being compared to each other whether you like it or not. That may be, but I don't go out of my way to... I just find that it isn't a constructive way to teach. It's constructive for them. It helps them to know who's ahead and who's falling behind, who's at the top of the class, who's... I try not to put too much emphasis on their marks. I want them to feel... Their marks determine everything for them. What and how they learn determine... You think university? I think it's a little early to be thinking about university. It's never too early. They're in grade three. It's never too early. What? No, it's just, uh... You were the third parent today to mention university. Well, that's what we're paying for here, isn't it? I understand the need to be concerned about their marks. I do. But they're young, and they're going to be students for a long time. They have years ahead of them where all they'll be asked to think about is their marks. I'm trying to encourage them to take the time now, while they can, to understand how they learn, to understand what their strengths are, what their weaknesses are, how long have you been teaching? Why? I'd like to know a bit about the woman teaching my son, if that's all right. It's my second year. Second year teaching or second year? It's my second year here. Were you teaching before this? Yes, at Westview. I've never heard of it. It's north. It's a smaller school. And how long were you there for? Two years. Why did you move here? I had wanted to teach here since I graduated. And you managed to sneak your way in? I didn't sneak my way into anything. It's quite difficult to find a position at a school like this. I'm sure there are all kinds of positions out there. There aren't. I know people who've been on a waiting list for years, and that's just a supply. Some of my classmates are serving tables. Just Well, to... you're young, I'm sure. I'm not that young. No, you look it. Thanks. Mrs. Siller, do you... Do I... Do you have any more questions about Alex, perhaps, about his report card? No. No, I think I've taken up enough of your time. 
I appreciate you sneaking me in, Miss Stewart. I know it's been a long day. It's my pleasure. I'm sure. You forgot your... It's funny, though. You seemed surprised to see me. Surprised? Yes. When I first walked in, you seemed surprised. I just wasn't expecting you. Why? Because we didn't have a time slot? You had a time slot. No, I don't think we did. That's why I tried to catch you at the end of the day. Everyone received a time slot. I'm telling you. I was told you wouldn't be coming. You were? Yes, that neither you or your husband would be coming this term. And who told you that? Alex. How would Alex know whether we were coming or not? That's not something we would discuss with him. Sometimes the only way I know if parents are coming is if their child lets me know. You should have checked with one of us. I did. You didn't check with me. No, I checked with your husband. With my husband? Yes. He was picking Alex up one afternoon, so I asked him to confirm. He said that the two of you knew about the interviews, but wouldn't be coming. You said Alex told you. Alex told me initially, but I double-checked. With my husband, yes. And when was this? When? Yes. When did you check with him? About a week ago. So, last week? I believe so, yes. Tell me, why is it that my husband seems to be the only one receiving information from you? I don't believe that's true. No? You said my husband knew about the interviews. Why wasn't I informed? I don't know. You don't? You don't have any idea? I left a message on your house line. I never received any message from you. Well, I left one. The school policy is that we phone parents, all parents, to let them know about these types of events. I, uh, 9327674, is that your home number? Yes. I left a message on that line. This isn't the first time this has happened. My husband knew about the museum trip last month that he volunteered for. I didn't know about that little excursion either. I didn't know about it until Alex mentioned it that morning. I phoned your house on that occasion as well. As you can appreciate, it's very hard for me to know how information is being disseminated. I have no way of knowing who... Does the school know you're only keeping in touch with one of Alex's parents? It's quite common. Is it? Absolutely. I often only have contact with one parent per household during the school year. Alex has been here for three years. That's never been our experience. As you know, parents are very busy. It isn't unusual for one parent to take the lead with class communication. Class communication. How I communicate what's happening. I understand what it means. Thanks. And how is that decision made exactly? How? Yes. How do you decide which parent in any given household you're going to communicate with? It can depend. On? On a number of things. If a parent has requested... Did to... one of us request that? I certainly didn't, so unless a decision was made without my consent... Your husband asked me to be in touch regarding Alex's school year. I'm not privy to how those decisions are made at home. He asked you that. He asked you not to contact me. He didn't ask me not to contact you. He simply asked me to contact him. There's a difference. Apparently. Again, I don't know how those decisions are made. I simply contact whoever... Well, you've been doing an excellent job then, don't you think? Excuse me? You heard me. I don't know what you mean by... I think you do. I've seen you. Seen? Together, in the parking lot. I don't know what you're talking about. We came to pick up Alex. I went to the office to drop something off. 
I saw the two of you talking to one another. He leaned in to whisper something to you. He put his hand on your back. Do you not remember that? I don't. I think you... You think what? I think you might have the wrong idea. No, no, I don't think I do. We'll be right back. I don't know what's real. I don't know what's not real. Limited Capacity is a collection of six darkly amusing stories about the mysterious ways we interact with the internet and with each other. There's something going on with him. It's like an act. I don't trust him. What? You're staring at me like I should say something, but I don't really know what to do here. That's the whole name of the game. Don't talk about how the town isn't real. You understand? Limited Capacity. Available now on CBC Listen or wherever you get your podcasts. Mrs. Siller. What? I want you to know I hear what you're saying. I hear your frustration. Do you? Yes. You feel like, perhaps, you haven't been kept in the loop as much as you would like regarding what takes place in my class. I think you've been deliberately keeping me out of the loop, Miss Stewart. I can assure you, no one is keeping you out of anything. I don't believe that. No one I don't is... believe that for one fucking second. Please, just calm down. Don't tell me to calm down. I know what I saw. Look, I thought your husband was passing along everything we spoke about regarding Alex's school year. I can be in touch with you on a more regular basis if you prefer. That's not a problem. Do you understand what I'm saying to you I understand what you're implying. Implying? I'm not sure why you have it in your head that... You think I'm making this up? I didn't say... You look me in the eye and tell me that I'm making this up. I think you're confused. Confused. I think there's been some confusion around what you think you saw. You sent home notes with my son. I send notes home with all of my students. You sent a note home. After parents' night, at the start of the year, I found it in Alex's bag. You gave my husband your email address. He asked for a way to contact me. He had a few questions regarding the curriculum. It was your personal email address. I give out both of my accounts. It depends on... What? It depends on what? Our school accounts are temperamental. If someone needs to get in touch with me, it isn't uncommon for me to give out my personal account. And the school is aware of the fact that you ask parents to contact you at home? I have never asked anyone to contact me at home, per se. You asked my husband. Be in touch. You wrote that. You hand-wrote that on a note you sent home with Alex. You wrote that beside your personal email address. Your husband had some questions about the first unit we were working on. Not once this entire year have you reached out to me, and yet you gave him... Mrs. Siller, with all due respect, we are halfway through the school year. I'm aware of that. If there was a problem, you've had every opportunity to approach me. You could have let me know that you weren't happy with the way Well, I'm telling you now. Exactly. I have left countless messages at your house this year. I sent home class reports, permission forms for class trips... This is the first time it has been brought to my attention that there is any kind of problem. If you have had an issue with the way I was communicating with you or your husband, you could have come to me sooner. You can't do this. You can't keep doing this. You're lying. I never... You have been writing to him for months. You have been writing to each other for months. I told you... You didn't have to do that. You didn't have to write to him. You didn't have to tempt him. Tempt him? Yes, you tempted him. You tempted my husband. Read it. Read it. 
I have everyone, every single one, everyone you wrote to him, everyone he wrote to you. Where, uh, where did you get these from? These are- What? Uh, these are? Private. It's none of your business. All of this is my business. I have the right to know everything that's been going on between the two of you. Where did you... Does the school know that this is the kind of contact you have with parents here? I don't have contact with any other parent. No, no, that's right. You only have contact with my husband. Does he know you have these? Does that matter? Yes. It's a crime. You know that, don't you? A, a crime? Breaking into... Entering someone else's... I didn't else's... enter anything, you little shit. He left his account open on our computer, in our office, at our home. Where are you going? I understand that you're upset. You understand nothing. But I can't talk to you about this here. This is my job. Well, you should have thought about that Please. before you... Somebody could hear us. Somebody might walk in. I wouldn't do this to you. I wouldn't barge into your office. You would have no business being at my office. I pay for my son to be here. Don't you forget that. I pay. We pay for our son to be in the same room with you every day. I have every right to be here. Please. Do you think this is easy for me? To be in the same room as you? No, but you... How long have you been seeing him? Answer the question. Marion. Don't. Don't do that. Don't use my name. This has nothing to do with me. This has nothing to do with you? This is between you and him. How can you say that? It has everything to do with you. I... You are fucking my husband! What are you doing? Put that down. I'm serious. Put down the phone. Hi. <sighs> Now you listen to me. I don't care if this is your job. I don't care if this is where you work. I will go to the principal, the parents board. You will be out of here so fucking fast. That was part one of Between the Sheets by Jordy Mand. Parts 2 and 3 are available now on Play Me. It featured the dynamic duo of Susan Coyne and Christine Horn. The original theatrical production was directed by Kelly Thornton. It had its world premiere at Nightwood Theatre. This episode's sound design and edit are by Chris Tolley. Play Me is produced by Laura Mullen and Chris Tolley in partnership with CBC Podcasts. We'd love to know what you think about Play Me. You can email us at playme at cbc.ca. And don't forget to follow us on Twitter at Theatre or Instagram at PlayMePodcast. And if you haven't already, please consider rating and reviewing us. It helps us get our podcast out to more listeners. Special thanks to our CBC producers, Fabiola Melendez-Carletti, Cecil Fernandez, and Tanya Springer. The executive producer of CBC Podcasts is Arif Narani. The senior director of audio innovation is Leslie Merklinger. Play Me is funded by the Canada Council for the Arts and the Ontario Arts Council. Play Me is an Expect Theatre production in partnership with CBC Podcasts. For more information about our plays, please visit playmepodcasts.com.
For more CBC Podcasts, go to cbc.ca slash podcasts.